Good evening, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Phantoms of the Silver Screen Podcast, where we try our best to review anything that covers the genre, subgenres of horror. And what better way to do that with brand new Netflix, Jinji Ito, fresh off of 2023. I'm one of your hosts, Rip, and as always, I am joined by Shumbi. I am here to give you an accurate review of this entire season, episode by episode, unlike IGN. <laughs> whoa, whoa. I'm sorry, we don't want to get sued. <laughs> unlike NGI. <laughs> so, <clears throat> if you haven't heard... We at Fans of the Silver Screen have done the challenge where we did the Junji Ito collection from Funimation, <clears throat> all dub, and we enjoyed it, even though all it had right. a rocky all start. Right there, you, you upset everyone right there. <laughs> all right, we watched it sub, guys. Don't worry. Watch, fact, we, we read it. We, we read it. Okay, we got the episode title, we bought the manga, and we read it. We watched it in the original Japanese without subtitles. That's what we did. Yeah. Okay, don't get mad. But here we are, Netflix and Jinji Ito join forces to bring us this new season or series titled Jinji Ito Maniac Japanese Tales of the Maccabee. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to say that word, but uh, I hope I did it correctly. Macabre? Macabre, there you go. Or Maccabee. <laughs> <laughs> For a second, I was like, man, he said a lot of words, but I don't know if I understood them. <laughs> I was just trying to think of what he said. That's oh, a... the episode title. Uh, I hear that. Oh, no. That's the that's the name of the, the series. Oh, I'm sorry. That's the, the, na- the Tales of the Macabre. What was the name <laughs> of the episode? Um, The Strange Hikazuri Siblings. Mm. Yeah. So the Hikazuri, what was it? Hiku, Hiki, the, the Hicks. All right, the Hicks. All right, were <laughs> terrible. <laughs> I hated these Hicks. What? <laughs> That's a fine. What you're allowed to say that. You know, ten years from now, oh, the Phantoms. You know what they said ten years ago? <laughs> like, you, can't, you can't say Hicks anymore. We're just trying to shorten it, everyone. Okay. Yeah. I'm I'm shortening the family name, which is what's the full name? Hikazuri. I, that's a mouthful. The Hicks. Okay. Okay. So these Hicks live in the backwaters. So. <laughs> They're terrible. <clears throat> now this is come uh, society. <laughs> They're like. So if you guys have seen the first season of Junji, which you should have, I don't know why you're watching this. If you did, but. Shuichi is the loathed main character, basically, of that entire season. Mm-hmm. And this family just feels like a big family of Suichis. And I hate them. <laughs> I hate all of them uniquely in different ways. That's and funny. that isn't even the first thing I was like put off with by this episode. 
there's going to be a lot of negative, but I am hopeful because I also didn't like the first episode of Junji season one. Yeah, we we drudged through that, and really, it was just once we got over like that wall of the first episode with Suichi, it mm-hmm. just progressively got better, and now and here we are again, <laughs> the same setup. But we can do that, knowing IGN, they don't do that. If it's not fun in two minutes, then it's over. They hate it. And the first two minutes of this episode was not fun because one, they got a new theme song and I'm not about it. It's it's too all over the place, man. Yeah, it Give does us, not fit. Was it the pinballs? That was a great that was a great mm-hmm. opening. That was that fit. This one's just I don't know. J J rap or whatever. I don't it doesn't it doesn't really fit. Yeah. It, it and you could tell they tried it. But it could have been better. Whatever. I could tell they tried it and they paid too much for the artist. So they couldn't not use it. <laughs> and that's how we ended up with this. Yeah. But aside from that, so we're we're here with the Hicks in the backwaters of Japan. And they don't interact with much folk. If they do, they tell them to get back to where they came from. So these Hicks are just doing their thing. In the backyard. Looks like they have a bonfire. And we get introduced to them all. And our first thought was, man, this kind of looks like the Adam family. Yeah. They all have like really pale skin. Um, one of them is like a pudgy fella and he has like a striped purple and shirt black on. Shirt, I believe. It's very similar to Pugsley. Um they all can fit those little archetypes. Except there's no Morticia, but whatever. <laughs> it's very close. You got and like it's you got one girl who's blonde and looks normal. She's wearing, um, like a like a button up shirt with a sweater over it. Normal I, headband I was and hair. Thinking that's like the Wednesday. Yeah, and then everybody else is just like, you got um, you got Kazuya, who's the older brother. Brother Hick. He's he's he wears glasses, but he he's like. He's tall. He's the oldest brother, but he's like very not stable. <laughs> he's just there. You got the pudgy one, and you got the the oldest daughter, who or the oldest sister there, mm-hmm. who's kind of curvy, pudgy herself. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you got a bratty little girl with pigtails who has no pupils. And she's always just in the, like looks like she's ready to throw a fit of rage at any given moment. If you've seen any anime, when the character gets really mad and he starts yelling or she starts yelling, they have this face on, but it's only for a second and it goes away. But this character has that face the entire show. It's really weird, and I don't <laughs> like it. Yeah. I know it's the point of the show to be really weird, and I'm not supposed to like it, but it wasn't fun either. She just like she was annoying. Yeah. And then um You're forgetting one person. Yeah, the, the youngest sibling who's just mm-hmm. forgettable. Just a normal person. <laughs> yeah. He's got green hair. It seems like, right? It's like green or something, a weird color. Yeah. Something he, like that. Yeah. Um, but he looks a little downtrodden, a little sad. He's like that's, there's no other way to describe him. He's just a little downtrodden, sad boy. And then there's one more member 
but it's not a member of the family. It's somebody in a fire. They are burning a body as a group. And it's not really a bonfire. They're actually just burning a person. Um, That's I, our intro to these families. Like, I, I felt like, like that was their mother. Hmm? They did that to like cremate her. I, is I, that thought, how we do it? Is that, is that I, how we do it now? I feel like it, it could have been. Oh, no. I don't know. Because they did mention they burned a body not that long ago. And it was a boy. Yeah, like a boyfriend or something who yeah. had a heart attack. Yeah. So it's probably that. So a lot of what's going on with this family. And it's it's hard to talk about the interpersonal relationships there. Because I wasn't really trying to pay attention to them. I wanted the scene to move along. Because I was hoping <laughs> for a two-parter. And I didn't get one. <laughs> um, but yeah, they're a weird family. So we got the oldest brother who's the figurehead. The parents are dead. They have died. And there seems to be a new hierarchy. The oldest brother is the breadwinner. He's going to go off to work. And he's the patriarch. So everyone has to see him off and Mm -hmm. wave and say good day to him or whatever. Do whatever he wants. The other children, the big pudgy brother, the second brother, is i'm gonna call him pugsley for simplicity pugsley is like 16 years old (laughs) he should at least be going to school or getting a summer job or something Uh, the yeah shigoru is his name shigoru shigoru yeah and shigoru pugsley perfect shigoru pugsley hick Mm -hmm. he is 16 he should be getting a job he shouldn't be the only one like, the oldest brother should not be the only one going off to earn money for this family. Yes, old the, Shigs should be doing something to benefit yeah, his family. Old Shiggy Hick. He should be getting out there in Japan and just doing all the jobs. Working at the grocery, at least. Yeah, at least. Mm-hmm. But and then, the older brother, Kazuya, old Kaz, mm-hmm. just goes out there. And we learn what... His true character, I guess, is the best way to describe it. No, it's not. He, he's he been making this shit up. He's not going to work. He just goes off, turns the corner, and then chills by a lake. <laughs> it, the, he explains that he has a giant... They got a giant inheritance that I guess he's in charge of and no one else is. Mm-hmm. So he just uses that for money for the house and like anything they need. And he's set up. So he just does that for appearances and to set a good example. Is what he says. Which, yeah, <laughs> it's what he says. I mean, that didn't sound like a bad idea to me. <laughs> You're a big rich person. You got to put instill. You have to instill some work ethic into the younger kids. Oh, yeah, it's not like, his fault. His his family's full of crazy people. So we're gonna wait. Rate that was a good plan. Great for Shigeru, who's 16 and not even going to school. Well, something needs to happen with that guy. <laughs> so. Like, I will explain later, but that guy has some issues. Because <laughs> oh, they, they all do. But Kazuya, who's by this pond or lake or whatever, this body of water, sees a young woman taking pictures. <clears throat> he can't help it. He's <clears throat> he's he goes in there and he's like, "Hey, how's it going? What are you?" You're enjoying the scenery, I see. You're taking pictures. And this is when she introduces herself, Sachio. 
She learned that several children have drowned in the pond recently, and she's trying to get a photo of their ghosts because she's into paranormal photography. At least, as one does, you know, it's very common, especially in Japan, <laughs> especially in that part, that backwater of Japan. <laughs> Spiritual photography is a big thing. Now, we keep saying backwater, but they literally live in like a dreary ass place where it's just like oh, a yeah. house, and everything is muddy, and the, there's no there's no there's, life for the trees. There's a purpose to these terms we're using, right? <laughs> Hicks is an abbreviation. Backwater is literally where they live. They live in the backwaters of Japan. Mm-hmm. But Don't mm-hmm. Kazuo is quickly smitten with this woman. And he tries to entice her to his house. <clears throat> oh, you into the paranormal? Well, there's probably some paranormal activity happening around my house because we live in a weird ass place and you know there's some weird energy going on why don't you come over and take some pictures and sure enough she's like all right i'll take your word for it you live in a mansion let's do this so she goes weird choice she takes starts taking pictures and one of the things is that there the family grave is in the backyard and if if you're a paranormal investigator, why not take pictures of a of a graveyard, right? Wow, no. this is a a hot spot for that hobby. No. I mean, everywhere she looks is is creepy spiritual energy. Like, I've heard the argument that some like graveyards aren't as um, haunted. No, yeah, like. You're not gonna you're not gonna find a lot in graveyards mostly because they're um at peace. Mm. You get the occasional people who don't realize they passed away or they have the unfinished business, but most of the time it's people who've met you know, their death and whatever religion they believe in they found peace before their time and it was they were happy to go. Or at least they were laid to rest properly by a priest or, you know, whatever. So I've heard that argument that it's um, it's not as haunted as people make it out to be. So imagine how many ghosts are hovering around the cremator. <laughs> that must be some angry ghosts. <laughs> you son of a bitch. I was, you didn't hear me knocking. <laughs> my soul was saying ah <laughs> i'm just kidding yeah like, uh, uh it doesn't matter like your soul's attached but i don't know how that, how i would feel like if there's the afterlife and you're there would i rather be eaten by like bugs underground or like burnt? like would i even care hmm. i mean i'm just my my opinion on the matter is it's just ashes in an urn takes less space than a casket in the ground. That's true. But it's all personal preference. No what judgment. if like your last wish is just like, I don't want a casket, right? Is there a law against that? I just want to be one with the earth. That's it. I I don't need no casket. Uh, I feel but, like there is. <laughs> there, there probably is, right? You can't just 
<laughs> bury a dead body. I mean, he could. I mean, it's not like there won't be a first <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> you go to that spot. You know those spots. Yeah. <laughs> I want to be buried with like a pine cone so a big tree grows. That's that's what I want. Oh, you want to be like the. I just want to take up as much space as possible. <laughs> That's a huge tree. <laughs> That's right. I did that. It's me. You take nobody a else to be buried here. You take a picture from afar. It's like it just mm-hmm. shapes into like two middle fingers in the air, <laughs> but you can't see it if you're by the tree. No, no, it was actually my actual and like dead <laughs> fingers doing the middle. Grow out of the tree branches. <laughs> take all the space. Is that a human hand? <laughs> They had to move the town a couple, <laughs> couple thousand miles over. It's like the tree of might from yeah. Dragon Ball Z. It's just taking everything. It's taking all our resources. What's going on? <laughs> Before we like, we decided to chop it down like a couple of days later, but it was too late. It was too powerful. Yeah, it's like a hydra. It just kept growing more out of spite. Be, it feels like an a... interesting Junji episode. <laughs> Oh, I'm sure there's one like that. But yes, <laughs> Kazuya, he he brings um, Sachio back to his mansion. This, I the, thought they were gonna kill her here. Me too. And I, burn her. Just I thought like, that was like a foreshadow, like the yeah. not the yeah, like the beginning of the episode was her body being burned. Mm-hmm. We're gonna see what happened. But what happened is that Kazuya starts giving her the introduction. And his brother Shigeru interrupts and is like, "No, no, no! Like he's trying to invite you inside for some tea. I want to give you a tour around the back because I know you're into all these paranormal stuff, and you'll get a lot <laughs> from around here." Did you know mm-hmm. that we uh um Kanako, the oldest daughter, her. Boyfriend had a heart attack not that long ago, and we had to burn the body. And then the youngest one, um, Misako, is just like, "Yeah, we had to bandage him up and burn it, burned real good." He's like, "No, no, 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 no. Hey, hey. no. crazy girl, that did not happen. Nobody, nobody disciplines this kid though. They let her, they let her do anything. Yeah, she looks like she's spoiled rotten." Why, though? They're such a bad family to each other. <laughs> Why do they spoil this one? I feel like it's like a social experiment among themselves. Where they're like, hey, hey, we're going to like, you know, really put each other in our places. But this girl, we're going to let her go wild. I just want to see what happens. I, and everyone shook hands on it for like 10 years. It sounds like she was very spoiled by her parents. And they probably didn't get away with anything they tried to do to discipline her like if she took their toy and mm-hmm. or something important of theirs and they fought back the parents would be like hey you give that back to her right now and now they just left with this big hole where the parents aren't there but they're just like so used to her letting her just get what she wants do what she wants to just rather not deal with it well it's gonna backfire because she's already revealing family secrets to <laughs> Perfect strangers. Um, But this girl, this spiritual photographer, was very happy (laughs) about the outside tour. She went with that Mm -hmm. by old Shigs. She was happy with the tour outside. She took a bunch of pictures, took pictures of some of the family members. Um, The youngest emo green-haired brother, she took a picture of him. 
She got a lot of good shots. Yeah. And then she's like, I decline your invitation for tea. I'm only interested in the backyard. Uh, I'm out. Peace. And she left. Mm-hmm. And then it's family dinner time. And geez, <laughs> if you thought your family was dysfunctional, welcome to the Hicks family. <laughs> like, it was terrible in there. I wanted to leave. I wanted to go home, and I watched it in my home. It made me feel that. Kazuya is just watching Shigeru go to town on his rice and, and miso soup, and he's just like... It looked good. Yeah, it did look good, but he's like... Ugh. He didn't look good eating it, but it looked good. Yeah, he to, to Kazuya's credit, even though he did the right thing for the wrong reasons, he called him out because he was just like gulping it down, barely chewing... All they the gravy is gravies just going down the side of his his mouth. <laughs> and he's like, Hey, you're supposed to be a man. Have some manners. And Shigeru's is like, Oh well, big brother, you know this is how I eat. It's never been a problem for you before. And it's clearly obvious that Kazuya was very angry that Shigeru came in and swooped in. And try to take his spot with this young girl, Sachio. It's mm. clear that they're both interested in this girl. <laughs> so, Kazuya and Shigeru get into a big argument, and then it causes Misako to cry. She's crying her eyes out, and then it's like, oh, look what you did, Kazuya. You, you upset her because you're yelling. Kinako, the oldest daughter, is like, no, that's not it. She just misses mom and dad. Which is why I think like they spoiled the shit out of her, but uh, and if you were to like draw a brat, I feel like that's how you would draw a a six year old brat. Um, everybody around the table is just like, "Nah, it's not my problem," and they, and they do that to each other, like just passing the blame literally to every family member until they get to this one boy. What's his name? Um. I believe Hitoshi. I can fly. Hitoshi? Yes. Until they get to Hitoshi, the young the youngest boy? Yes. Yeah, the youngest boy. I think he's about 10 with green hair. Mm-hmm. Very timid, very sad. He goes over to this girl and tries to comfort her. He's like, "Don't worry. Mom and dad are gone but not forgotten." They're in heaven right now, and they're in a better place. And she's, she's like, bitch, don't <laughs> lie to me. And she slashes his face like she's the Catwoman. Yeah. And he has visible open gashes hmm. on his face. And that was, and nobody cares. He screams and bawls, and everyone's just like, oh. oh my god, now we got two people crying. One crying. Can we just stop, guys? Can and- you just stop being wounded? <laughs> And our normal, normal uh, sibling of the family, Naru, Naru, Narumi, 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 is... Uh, Let's call her Ru. Yeah. Ru is just like, you know what? I'm out. This is too bothersome. And she leaves. Picking up real Shikamaru vibes from her. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but then we get a huge argument between Kinako and Shigeru. She's like, hey... Why'd you say that Narumi looks like the most like our mother? Are you implying I look the most like my our father? 
And Shiku's like, and okay. they show a photo of her father, and she looks just like her father. <laughs> so it's does, crazy. So does Shigeru. They, they both, both do. But Shigeru's like, I did not say that. How'd you, how'd you do that? And Kazuya is just like, hey, poking the bear. You didn't say she didn't. You know what I mean? You fucked mm-hmm. up. And then and everybody... you know what? Another thing about you, all right? Here's a big fat dumb slob. Don't have a job. <laughs> Worthless. No friends. Get tired and go to sleep early. Piece of garbage. That's what he said to them. Your your existence is taking up space and everyone's oxygen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and if just... you were not here, we would be able to eat for a year. Like he was, he was just hammering home his existence is just worthless and he needs to go away yeah and in his to his credit he took that pretty well eh. he didn't cry <laughs> at that at that point yeah um, he didn't cry he was just like oh it's me so kazuya suggests that they're they're gonna hold the seance because he has medium powers and it's time he knows he has medium powers and it's time that he starts putting that information out there and you know, flexing that. So he's going to invite mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> Sachio to the, the seance because yeah. every every seance needs a witness and they're going to bring the, back their parents. The eldest sister goes to invite her and it's a little creepy scene. We don't have to talk about it, but it was, it was awkward. <laughs> she invited her over. She accepted for reasons I won't understand because I would have been creeped out. Well, no, and- the... The whole th- the thing was that she was developing the pictures that she took, and she saw mm-hmm. lots of spots on the pictures, which means that there's spirits there. But one picture, which was of Hitoshi, had a bunch of skulls behind him, and like it looked like a monstrous figure that only Jinji Ito can draw. And she's like, "Oh fuck, <laughs> what's going on over here?" And at that moment is when. Um, the oldest sister comes in and invites them over and she's like yeah hell yeah let's do this I'm curious so she does a smart thing though so she shows up to seance night big mm-hmm. night everybody's wearing their Sunday best they open the door and she's there with her boyfriend Ooh, and old Kaz is not happy he wanted to be the boyfriend but she brought her, physic, her physics major boyfriend Ooh. Damn. He works in the lab a lot, apparently. You know, that's the and sexiest he, career out there for a man his age. He loves physics, but also he likes the supernatural. For every action, there's an opposite and equal reaction. That's right. I don't know if there's a big intersection of physics, uh, <laughs> like physics, <laughs> academics, and like spirituality, ghost-believing kind of people, but this guy's right in the middle of it. I mean, when you spend all your life learning about action reaction the physical things and our space you kind of like hmm what's going is there anything outside mm. i'm just guessing i don't know i don't know either we'd have to ask this guy that's what makes him so interesting yeah sexy man and <clears throat> kaz is just not about it but he does the seance anyway he didn't cancel it <laughs> like mm. some people would do like what you have a boyfriend I, I, nah, yeah. nah, try at this, this point try of the episode I still had the idea that they were going to like kill her <clears throat> and burn her body. So I was like, oh, maybe he'll cancel because 
this guy throws a monkey wrench in the plan. They can't just kill both of them. Mm -hmm. That'll be too difficult. And maybe he's just going to go through with like a BSA on and like wrap it up early because she ruined his plan. I don't know. So they they start the seance. Mm -hmm. He says he needs perfect quiet. But of course, the little sister stomps in. She's just like, I'm so happy because I'm a gummy bear. And she's just like (laughs) screaming and stuff. And it falls to the brother who's been wounded by her already. He still has the slash marks on his face Mm. to calm her down. And he tries to. And she just bites his scalp, yeah, like as hard as she can, which looked really painful. And they don't even bother doing like any work in the scene. They just kind of cut to them doing the seance, Mm -hmm. and we you just observe that the little brother's not there anymore because he's off being injured somewhere. Um, as the seance is happening, we see Shigeru start to convulse, and then he vomits up what everybody declares as ectoplasm the boyfriend is like oh it is it is like <laughs> two pounds of ectoplasm yeah he's like coming oh, out of him shoot that's i've Impressive. never seen it before yeah mm-hmm. and then uh shigeru tenses up his eyes turn pearl white yeah he he scrunches his forehead and he gets serious and he declares himself Gozu, the spirit of their father. And he asks everyone around them how they're doing. And Kazuya's happy to see his father, or at least talk to his father. And he says, Hey, I've been we've we've all been doing great. I'm taking this care of this family. Awesome. Liar. Gozu <laughs> tells Kazuya, I know you've been going to work, pretending to go to work, but you're really bound by the pond, chilling. You're not You're not a good older sibling to your brothers. And Kazuya just starts crying. He's like, no, I'm doing the best I can. He's like, no, you're not. You're lazy. You're not fit to run this family. The next son in line is going to be the one to run this family. I banish you from this house. And he's like, well, no, not banish you from the house. He's like, you're you're done. You're out of line. You're and disinherited. And he's like, no, daddy, no. And then he kind of faces out. Yeah, he runs out of there because he gets the shit beat out of him by Gozu. Um, or Shigeru as Gozu. Mm-hmm. And so Shigeru comes back to himself and he's like, what happened? And they're like, oh, you got possessed. Uh, you sped up exoplasm. And Misaku starts crying. She's like, no, I want daddy back. And he's like, don't worry. You see the ectoplasm. I think it's going to form into your mother, into our mother one day. You just got to let it grow. And uh, Sachio and her boyfriend, Sawano, were right there next to the ectoplasm studying it. She throws him out of the way, picks all of it up, and runs to her room. And she's like, yes, I can't wait to see you, mama. And then she runs off. Never to be seen again for that night. <laughs> the young couple goes home, obviously processing a lot of information. A lot of shit went down. Mm-hmm. Family ties were broken. New heads of families were declared. Ectoplasm was spit up all over the place. It was crazy. Yeah. And as they're walking home, the boyfriend declares, hey, I got a piece of ectoplasm. Ooh. And he shows it off. He got a little napkin full of it. 
And he's like, I'm going to go examine this at the physics lab. <laughs> and then the girlfriend's like, what are you going to do there? <laughs> and this is you know, where that, like... not the bio lab. You're not going to yeah. <laughs> put it under a microscope. Like, what are you going to do? This is our first Toilet time. around? <laughs> this is our first time dealing with ectoplasm. And I'm just like, something's off here. It's too <laughs> physical. You know what I mean? There's something not right. Yeah. Why was he able to steal it? I don't know. It, and why does it have a form? Yeah, you're right. It's too physical. It's weird. Yeah. And then we go back to the the Hikazuri's house. And mm-hmm. Shigeru is ordering his siblings around with the veil of, hey, I'm the I'm the caretaker of this family now. You heard father point me as him. Massage my feet. Um, fix Massage my, my shoulders. <laughs> get me tea. He's making all the siblings run off and do his bidding, except for Green Hair Boy. Hitoshi, whose he's, name? Who's, well, earlier he was outside by the gravestone of the father, and that's where we saw Kazuya renounce his father and break the headstone. And we know that something's up with that, that graveyard. There's a lot of supernatural shit going on there. Mm-hmm. So that's not a good sign. But Kaz is keeping his uh, distance from uh, Shigeru because of he's afraid he might turn into his father again. But the middle child once again is like, "This is nonsense." She goes up to her room to study, and then um, uh, Shigeru is going through his uh power hungry phase, and he's telling everybody he's gonna do another seance. Because there's some shit that needs to be cleared up. I'm gonna bring father back because you guys aren't doing the stuff that needs to be done here. And throughout his whole little tirade, I wanna point out that his youngest brother is not looking all right. Yeah, he's just in a corner. And, and he's kinda of like comatose. He's not reacting to anything. Especially when Misako's like harassing him. Mm-hmm. Um we get it. We cut to uh, he he sends the the older the older sister over to uh, Sachio's home, but Sachio's there with Sawano, and he tells her that he reviewed the ectoplasm, and he's surprised because he thought some creepy shit was happening in the house. I don't blame him with that setup with that family. You're bound something bound to show up, but. The ectoplasm was just hardened up wheat flour. Um, and at that point, because she's the master of perfect timing, Kinako knocks on the door. No, Kazuya is there. Kazuya knocks on the door. He's like, hey, you're down for another seance? And she's like, I don't know what the fuck you're planning, but if I see you at my house again with that dumb wheat flour bullshit or anything like that, I will... I'm not afraid to call the cops. Get that shit she out. She should have done that the first time they came to call <laughs> Yeah. But he it her tirade throws him off, but he's able to put it together. He got set up. So when he goes home, Mystical's angry because her mother didn't appear, but she girl says that they're gonna hold another seance and that everything will be <clears throat> Everything will be revealed or like, you know, there'll be a... Everything will be just fine. Yeah. And Kazuya comes in and he's angry. 
uh, he's just like, how fucking you did this? And he starts beating the shit out of Shiguru. And, he's, and Shiguru has no defense. He's like, uh, like oh shit, I got caught. Um, and as they're fighting, uh, Shiguru goes behind Hitoshi. And he's like, oh, if you hit him, if you hit me, you have to hit him. Kazuya doesn't care. He's like about to hit him. But he's like, yeah, what the fuck is up with you, Hitoshi? And he hasn't been moving. And all of a sudden, his, his mouth opens. And a cloud of ectoplasm comes out. And it takes the form of Gozu. And it chases the kids out the house. The middle child was just studying. She hears all the screaming. She comes out. She sees everybody running. And then she sees the ectoplasm. She's like, oh, fuck. And she, and she runs out, too. Um, she... As they're all outside, the big cloud goes into the grave of Gozu Hikazuri and vanishes. Everybody's back to normal. Hitoshi's like, what happened when I'm outside? And everybody's afraid of Hitoshi right now. And that's it. That's how the story ends. Hmm. Not my favorite. <laughs> I wasn't a fan. Um, but like I said, I'm still... I'm more optimistic than I was about season one because I didn't have anything to reference. Yeah. I know that Junji's style is to have a rough start. Yeah. And that's exactly what they did. It really feels like, let's just get this out of the way. You know? Yeah. Now, I got I got bad news for you, bro. What? This episode is the second of three. That's why <laughs> now it's I'm talking about the manga. I don't know if they animated the rest of it, but the boyfriend getting burned is a story in the manga. This episode, okay. the seance is a, is part of the manga, uh, but it's um, it's from the bizarre Hikazuri siblings. So I have to watch two more episodes of this fam. I don't know. I don't know. And is, it, is it back to back? <laughs> no, it's not. But you know how Suichi just appeared randomly when we were watching? I fear yeah. this family is just... Gonna pop up? Yeah. I mean, if the, if it's like Suichi where they just like occasionally pop up and it's not overbearing, I'm okay. But I need a lot of other stuff to compliment their their air of hickness i just need something to kind of cleanse the palate from this episode i need a miss fuji because that's what the other season did really well they did a palate cleanser with miss fuji yeah that'd be nice if we get something good next i mean even that um even the doll after suichi that was a good one but um, uh, Miss Fuchi really kind of ha- hammered it in that we enjoy this. <laughs> okay, this is what we've been waiting for. But this seemed like a silly one. This family feels like a silly family. And as we noted, his silly stuff isn't really the the best. Yeah. So, But let's see. We got nine more episodes to go. 
I said there were three. I don't know if there's three. I just know there's an episode. I mean, there was there's a prequel to this, and then after this, it it this episode ends feeling like there's gonna be another one of this, because it just ends flat. So, but not mm. the, not not a strong opener. No. Um, I still have faith in it. I'm not giving it a four out of ten or whatever IGN did. We just need to see more. And it's hard to talk about it in any positive light, given the first episode's not good. But that's as positive as I can be. We have yet to see all of it. Let's refrain judgment. It was not boring. Yeah. It, it did, was not boring. It did it it didn't keep us entertained for a bit. But we know what Jinji's capable of, so we're a little excited for that. We'll see. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't know what else here. Like I've I just I don't want to be optimistic, but I am. <laughs> so the next episode won't be about this family, right? I don't know. I, I hope not. Either. All right. I'm going to predict it's not because that'd be mean. Yeah. I mean, and I'm going to predict that it's, it's not as good as Miss Fuji for sure. Hmm. But I'm hoping it's at least like a slug girl, you know, yeah. like at least that level. There's so much memorable stuff from the other one. It's just, it would really drive me crazy if this whole season didn't have memorable stories like that. Yeah. And judgy has been drawing since the nineties. You know? They have to have more to work with. Yeah. So, like, there, I know there are stories that we didn't watch from the collection, like mm-hmm. a ton more. So, I'm I'm excited for that. And you know, we we're, we're looking at this from the lens that we never wa- read the manga for this. We just mm-hmm. we only heard about the Junjiichu collection not that long ago, and we just said, "F it, let's do it. Let's see." <clears throat> Uh, we I heard a lot of good things about him. Let's see, let's see if this collection will do us any good. And yeah, we enjoyed it. So mm-hmm. maybe, hopefully, we get that same energy. Yeah, I hope so. Well, with all that being said, Jumbie, any last words? Smile. Smile indeed. And with that, we conclude another episode of Phantoms of Silver Screen Podcast. If you like what you heard, please give us a like, subscribe, follow, anything to show us that you love us. Because we love you. And if you did any seance, we'll come back and we'll tell you. Do not summon me from beyond. I'll be so mad. <laughs> you leave me alone. Summon Rip. I'll be fine. Nah, you, see, you know, like, you know when you wake up somebody from sleep and they're always grumpy? Yeah, don't do yeah. that. Don't do that with us. That's how we'll... we are at peace. Hopefully, <laughs> I'm I'm being a big tree right now. You don't want to bother my big treeness. All right. You know, man. I heard. I don't know if I said this on this podcast, but I heard this urban legend that there was this weird, fucked up house, and somebody hung himself from a tree in that house, and everything around that tree like in its immediate vicinity mm-hmm. never grew anything it was just always dead and bleak but furthermore 
everything was like full of life but anything immediate from that tree was just dead i mean is it bad or good because it's it's allowing life a little bit further away to flourish but it's killing the immediate life yeah and it only happened after that person hung themselves Mm, that's sad yeah and i don't want that i want the opposite of that tree i want a bunch (laughs) of life (laughs) that's cute 